welcome to another episode of Matter of Mindset. My name's Emily, coach and founder of Matter of Mind Coaching, and it's my job to help people create happier, healthier lives for themselves, to improve their mindset, their well-being, and live more in line with how they want to feel and what they want to do. Today's episode, I'm going to be focusing in on what we can all be doing to try and get through this festive period, or at least try and enjoy it try to feel as good as possible as we go into this Christmas period. Whether you celebrate it or not, it's a busy time, it can be a stressful time and I'm here to run through some top tips and some guidance of things that you can be thinking about to feel more at ease, feel a little bit less stressed and hopefully make time for you and look after you. I don't know about you, but at the moment, life feels a little bit busier. On the wind down to Christmas, which is an interesting word to use, it actually feels more busy year on year. I think at the moment with the news and COVID and the pandemic, it's just an added layer sometimes of of stress, of tension. Even if we aren't experiencing that direct stress in our lives, we feel it, you know, We feel the news, we feel the energy from other people, perhaps other people's busyness, their worry, their challenges, and even their tiredness, you know? So this time of year can be uh, quite difficult for us to navigate. It can be quite hard for us to think about prioritizing our well-being because actually we need to get to Christmas Day, we need to get presents for people, we need to finish stuff off at work before we hopefully have some time off and then we need to enjoy that time and have the best time and and then whew, we're tired we're exhausted and suddenly we have to go back to work and we feel a bit like we haven't even had a rest so first up think about what can wait till 2022 what actually needs to get done right now As I mentioned, we live in this culture of busyness. There's a status on being busy and that means that we are successful. We are doing things when actually you don't need to do everything on your list. I'm sure if you looked at it with a rational head, you could take some stuff off. So think about what you can remove from that to-do list, whether it's work-related or a personal list, because you get to choose whether you give in to that busyness, even if you feel like you don't. You may feel pressure from elsewhere, but actually, can you sit down and think, what do I need to get done? And what can wait? You know, it's that classic management of time technique, the kind of four-stage approach of prioritize, automate, delegate, and delete. So just see what resonates with you when I say those four things. What can you prioritize right now? What can you automate? You know, can you send Christmas e-cards off automatically instead of writing loads of cards down? Uh, Can you automate reminders on your phone for certain things? All this sort of stuff. What can you automate? Can you delegate? You know, Christmas is a time as well where there's a lot of pressure sometimes on a couple of people in the family to get everything done, to buy everything, to cook everything, etc. So what can you delegate if that is your role over this festive period? And if it isn't your role to delegate and you maybe go home maybe for Christmas and maybe a parent or a guardian is the one doing a lot of the, the work to make Christmas uh, what it what it looks like to you, 
then can you help that person? Can you help the giver in your family? Can you be delegated to? I know that we want a rest, but at the same time, can we help each other out? That connectiveness is so important as well, and it will make you feel better. So it works both ways. What can you delegate to other people, but also how can you help people out if you're going home and they're stressed with everything they've got to do? And then, as I mentioned, what can you delete? What can you completely take off that to-do list? Do you actually have to send everyone you know a Christmas card? And I am grateful to the people that sent me a Christmas card. Thank you. Many people enjoy writing them and sending them out. That is absolutely fine. But for some, it can be a real time-consuming activity and doesn't always bring people joy. So just tune in. What do you actually want to do? You know, how else can you share that Christmas cheer if you want to share that Christmas cheer, that is? Can you do something different with that example? You know, instead of writing a Christmas card and sending it, can you send a video message, maybe? Um, Can you do something different? Can you look at what you are finding stressful and busy at the moment and streamline it a little bit? So that's actually the first thing I want you to think about right now. What can you streamline? What is necessary? What's most important for you to focus on and focus on that? So it's also really important for me to share up top in this podcast that What I talk about may not resonate with you and I always want you to listen and take what you need and just leave what you don't. Christmas time and this festive season is different for everybody. Some people really enjoy it. Some people find it difficult. Some people are just neutral and like, "Eh, whatever. So there'll be things in this that resonate with you and there'll be things that don't. But what is beautiful about that is that you are going to hear different perspectives, you know, from the one side of people that may struggle with this time of year. And that may help you if you feel that way. But if you don't, to understand that perspective and vice versa. So it's just really important to just note that at the top. Now, I changed up my Christmas routine and what I did over Christmas a couple of years ago because at the time I was traveling. So because I knew I was going to be away, I decided to have what I called a fake Christmas before I went on this big trip for about six months. And it was brilliant. Having a fake Christmas before the actual big day made a massive difference. And now I've continued to do that for the last two years. Of course, last year was a little bit different because of COVID, but I tend to have a bit of a premature Christmas celebration with family. And then I tend to go away if I can, again, COVID permitting, and have more of a quiet, mindful, calm Christmas where I've connected with family previously in December. Maybe I'll see some friends over that time, But I'm in my home, I'm connecting with my partner, or we are away and we're enjoying an alternative setup. And I'll talk about that a little bit more later on, having an alternative Christmas. And you can see if that resonates with you, see if it sits with you. It may not. You may love Christmas. You may love this time of year and you're just here to get some tips on how it can be a little bit better for you, how you can find some calm, how you can find more joy in this time. At the moment, you might be feeling a little bit stressed. 
you know, I'm seeing it online a lot. And as I said, the news is quite stressful, et cetera, et cetera. So together now, let's just take a breath in, okay? So breathing in through your nose. And letting it all out through your mouth. And just tune in to that breath. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Just making it a little bit deeper than normal on the inhale and the exhale. Just that moment to pause, to be here. Ah, hopefully that's made you feel a little bit better, a little bit more present. But as we do have some time off during this time, it is a great opportunity to take a break from the news, take a break from the 24-7 news cycle. So that is actually my first tip. As I mentioned before, this Christmas time may not feel normal. It may feel better than it did last year, but we've still got the stress of COVID and the pandemic, which is causing some of us to still feel anxious and still feel like, will plans change? Maybe your plans have shifted. And that can be stressful, can be anxiety-inducing, can be annoying as well. So while it's important to check the news, of course it is, don't watch it all the time. Don't be consumed by it all the time. Just check in on what you're consuming online, on the radio, on the TV, whatever it is. Just check the news once a day and check out of it. Many people that know me or listen to this or know me as a coach know that I'm always going on about this digital well-being, having boundaries with our digital devices, but the news is a big one. At the moment, the news cycle is fear-mongering. It is trying to scare us. And yes, you know, there's lots of safety precautions that are important, of course, but that fear that's coming out of some of the content online is going to make you feel super, super stressed and anxious. And maybe as I say this, you go, yep, I can feel it already. It is stressful. It is annoying. So while we can't change what's happening, we don't always have to consume it or engage with it as much as we currently are. That's not a healthy habit to have. Don't ruminate on the news too much. Just check it, check it and check out. So that is my first tip take a news break. Maybe you'll wait till Christmas Eve when you might know your plans are happening, etc. But can you take, you know, a couple of days offline, maybe off social media, off watching the news? You know, it's your choice to do whatever you want, but just tune in to what might feel good for you. Is it going to just be that day? You know, you can still be on social, you can share what's happening, but take that break away from the news and just hopefully relax into whatever it is you are doing on that day. So the next tip that I want to talk around is setting your own expectations for Christmas. Obviously, I, I'm talking at you like I'm assuming you are going to be doing something to celebrate Christmas, that you are seeing this time of year as a festive time of year where you will do something maybe on Christmas Day or around that time when actually you might not be. You might be, but what I'm trying to say in this is that it's okay for you to set your own expectations and to break traditions and to actually try to create a time of year that you are going to enjoy even more than you do normally. Now, this is very, very hard because obviously many of us have 
obligations, to see family, to see friends, to do something or should do this, need to do this, need to see this person. And that sometimes can be what Christmas is like. And that can, again, be quite stressful. But this is an invitation to set your own traditions, your own expectations, if you can. Because who actually said that you need to do X, Y, and Z? You are a grown adult that has the freedom of choice. Of course, you want to keep the peace and you want to show love to people and spend time with them. But just check in and think, well, who says I should do this? And think about what you'd like to do. And think about who's invited you to do something and whether that feels right for you. And try to avoid being sucked into the perceived image of that perfect Christmas. You know, Christmas is often portrayed as this happy family occasion where everyone is having the greatest time and it's all easy, relaxing, and it's full of love and joy and everyone is having a perfect time. When sometimes that isn't the case for a lot of people. So it doesn't make you a a Scrooge. You're just trying to feel as good as possible. If you don't feel like Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, I did not plan to do that. Hope you enjoyed it. But if you don't think that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, then that's okay. Can you set yourself a new expectation or a new tradition? What do you want to do during this time? Try to avoid putting pressure on yourself to please everybody else. Remember that you deserve a rest. You deserve to do what you'd like to do as well. And maybe you'll surprise yourself if you talk about this with close friends or even family members you you can have an open dialogue with. And they may go, yeah, let's mix it up. Let's have some new traditions. Let's do something different and not put pressure on all of us to have this ideal perfect Christmas. Time together can still feel wholesome, can still feel lovely without trying to reach an image of perfection. And I mean, this goes for life all the time, doesn't it? And it also can relate to this time of Christmas. Another thing I'd encourage you to do is try to avoid comparing your time to someone else's. Now, of course, this is difficult when we are off work, maybe for a little bit over Christmas. We see everyone's activity online. But if you need to mute people over this period of time, then do so. Again, I am talking more about if you find seeing other people's Christmases in that kind of image of perfection I just talked about difficult, then that is more than okay to just mute a few people. Whether you know them or not, that's fine. So have a think about what you want to get out of this festive season. How do you want to feel on Christmas Day? And what can you do to get a little bit closer to that? I know we can't control everything and make everything happen, But with the right mindset and the right focus, we can start to think, well, how would I like to feel on Christmas Day? And what changes do I need to make to get myself there? If the answers that arise mean having to rearrange things or mix things up next year, if it's a little bit too late in the day to make changes this year, then that's okay too. This is all about reflecting on what is going to make you feel as good as possible. 
So hopefully when I talk about setting your own expectations and starting new traditions, that does make sense to you. This is about making sure that you are in charge of what that image of Christmas looks like to you. If it does include having a wonderful time with your family and your friends and you do very traditional things and that brings you joy, then that is amazing and that is brilliant. So tune into that, but make sure that the image that you have of Christmas is actually something you like and that you are going to enjoy. Of course, we always have to make some sort of compromise, like slightly, but on the whole, I want you to be feeling as good as you can be. And if that means having to set boundaries with family or friends and communicating things to them that might be difficult, then so be it. I'm here to encourage you to have the bravery to create an alternative if you want to. As I said before, my personal experiences, you know, there's no negative vibes towards my family, but I just prefer going away on holiday at Christmas if I can, having that fake Christmas beforehand so there's less pressure on that particular day. And also, I have a family that's kind of split up in different ways now and people have remarried and are in different houses, different locations. So seeing them before the actual day or the actual week is better for me and feels better for me. This year as well, I did a lovely little thing with a group of pals called Queermus and we created our own lovely, inclusive, safe space to just celebrate together and celebrate our friendships together. So just have that bravery and creativity to think, what else can I be doing at Christmas time if you are craving an alternative? If you're not, then cool, that's fine. But we're just here to figure out what works best for you. I've mentioned a couple of times, um, family, friends, does Christmas that you have currently work for you? Do you feel good in that time? Are you craving an alternative? All these things. And I haven't talked yet about the dynamics that we have to be involved in sometimes at Christmas. And it's interesting, you know, I just said have to be involved with. And I'm challenging my own thinking there to say, well, why do you have to be involved in those? And maybe that can even help you to think about this. So what I'm talking about is, you know, often... Christmas, we do go and see families and we are suddenly in a dynamic that we aren't usually in. You know, we are, many of us, grown up, have our own lives, jobs, etc., live in how we want to live. We might find ourselves back in a family dynamic that we were in when we were younger. We might not, but let's just go with that example. You know, many people go home to their childhood home And this can be, again, for some people really lovely, but for others, it can be difficult. Of reasons, and I probably won't go through all of them, but this could resonate with you. It might just be as simple as, you know, you might find it difficult to have open conversations with family because you are anticipating an argument or you know there's going to be a disagreement or there's going to be a weird conversation. You know, this year, if any, has been the year of those conversations, whether it's been to do with racism or vaccinations, COVID, trans rights, all these uncomfortable topics that people have maybe thought they had to talk about and have an opinion on. That 
may also come up over the Christmas period. And sometimes for you, it might always come up, you know, difficult chats or difficult conversations with certain family members. And you don't enjoy being in that situation. So I'm here to tell you that you are allowed to set and hold boundaries with people. You are also, as I mentioned before, allowed to not associate with those people that make you feel a certain way at Christmas time if you don't want to and if it is possible for you to make alternative arrangements. But if you do find yourself in a room with those who might have differing opinions to you and maybe speaking to you in a, what's the word, uh, parent-to-child-like manner because you are suddenly back in that childhood home or that dynamic, then you are allowed to step into that adult mode and you are allowed to set hold and communicate boundaries. It's really important to show people when we feel uncomfortable and we might not want to talk about something. So what I'm trying to say is if a particular thing comes up in conversation and you actually don't want to talk about it, then that is also okay. It's okay to communicate that boundary to somebody who's challenging you perhaps or has brought up a really tough topic to talk about. And if you don't want to talk about that, that's fine. You are allowed to say, I would prefer if we didn't talk about that right now um, and we focused on doing this instead. You do not need to give them an explanation to why you are allowed to just say, I don't want to talk about this right now. I hope you can understand that. And that is okay. That is setting a boundary. That is more than okay. If you do want to explain briefly why, then that's cool too. You could say, I don't want to talk about this right now because I would love for us to just have the calm, a calm time together where maybe we're just spending time together doing certain activities rather than getting caught up in tense conversations where we may then disagree. You're also allowed to remove yourself from that situation. As I mentioned, you might find yourself back home or you might be visiting in-laws And you want to get on with them, but sometimes these difficult topics come up. And I'm here to tell you that you don't need to talk about those things all the time. You might be an activist, you might really care about, as I said, you know, trans rights, equal rights for everybody, Black Lives Matter, you know, global warming, all these topics that might be making you shudder that you might not want to talk about. But you are allowed to not always have to be the person to stand on the platform and fight for that community or that topic. It is okay to go, can we just not talk about this right now? Because your intention is good. You are trying to just have a calm, mindful, harmonious time with those people in that time. It's also important as I talk about, you know, setting and holding and communicating your boundaries that part of that is being able to limit the time you spend with certain people or family members. And I'll get into a few more practical tips on that shortly of what you can go and do and what I I encourage you to do in this festive period of time in terms of like the practical tips to move yourself away from certain situations. But just remember that you're an adult and you have the courage to go, nope, we're not having this conversation right now. Let's talk about something else. So it's important as well for me to say that 
This is not about shutting people down or being rude to them. It's just trying to nurture a mutual respect for one another. It's trying to teach people who might be older relatives to you that you are an adult now and you are allowed to just express how you feel and try to keep the harmony as much as possible. Remember to tune into that breath if you need a pause, if you need to encourage your body and your mind to respond rather than react. Take that physical pause, breathe and just then decide how you'd like to respond. And bring mindfulness to your communication. You know, try to actively listen to other people. Try to engage with them and be there fully. Try to let go of those subconscious judgments you might have of certain family members and how they might behave. And, you know, that might end up happening, but try to let that image go because it will make you feel better. So, actively listen, be mindful of other people and just try to show them compassion, which can be difficult, but it will help you to feel more calm. So I've talked about family, I've talked about dynamics, I've touched upon this idealistic image of what Christmas is meant to be like and feel like. And now I'm going to go into some practical tips that you can actually do and engage with over this festive time. Because it's really important that you are resting, you are relaxing, but you are also doing things to continue boosting your well-being and maintain it during this time. Doing whatever activities help you to do just that. And in day-to-day lifestyles and living, one way to feel good and to have balance in our lives is to have a good routine. So try to maintain a good, healthy routine as much as you can during the festive season and Christmas, or create a slightly adapted version for Christmas for this festive period. Because as I'm saying this, I want you to make sure you're kind to yourself, that you aren't putting too much pressure on yourself, and that you're going to have a routine that makes you feel good. This isn't about just smashing it each and every day. We're trying to rest and recover, but we're trying to keep energized and feel well. But sometimes our daily rituals go out the window during festive times. But those are the things that keep us calm, keep us centered. So an example for me would be I like to go for walks in the morning or exercise or journal. And I like that alone time. So if you like that in a morning routine, you know, journaling, exercising, running, maybe walking outside, can you still build that in? Or do you have a routine where you like to read 30 minutes before you go to bed? And that might not be possible every night if you are staying, like I've said before, away from your your home, somewhere else with family. But can you still kind of have some rituals and practices to keep you calm, to keep you grounded and give yourself some alone time to feel good, to feel nourished, okay? So as I mentioned, for me, that's carving out time to continue doing the things that I know make me feel good. So that is physical activity, that is being in nature, that is talking to my friends, walking in new places maybe, and having that alone time. You know, it also might mean that I want to eat well, I don't want to drink much. And I'm here to say if that, if you resonate with that and you want to kind of 
keep well and healthy over this time, then that's okay too. Make sure you're not overcompromising your choices to keep other people happy. So tune in. What do you want to be doing? You might want a complete break from your routine and you might feel okay to do that. That is absolutely fine. It is okay if you want to be less active, if you want to eat differently, if you want to drink differently. Just check in with whatever you're doing and ask yourself, does this feel good to me? Am I still taking care of myself? Will this have a detrimental impact on my mood? Or am I able to remain in a good mindset? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Whether that is being active, eating well, whatever that looks like, or whether that is, you know, being slightly less active and relaxing more and doing different things to the norm. Just check in. Is that what you want to be doing? And if so, that is great. That is where we're trying to get you to. But top tip, try to maintain a routine because that will keep you feeling good and you can adapt it and you can change it so it's maybe less time consuming or whatever. But routine is really great for our mental health. So try your best to keep a few practices in there. So as well as sticking to a routine or creating an adapted one, try to take breaks and make time for yourself. This can be very difficult over the festive period or on Christmas Day or around Christmas. Often we feel guilty for taking a break away from people that we're with because we might not have seen them for a long time. And if we then remove ourselves from that situation to have a rest, we sometimes sometimes subconsciously feel like we are showing that we don't want to spend time with them. We are showing that we are bored of them. When that's not the case, you might just be tired. So I'm here to just remind you to take breaks during this festive time from whatever you're doing and whoever you are with. Relax, take time out for yourself. And again, as I said, whatever that looks like, that might even be closing your eyes for a few moments, you know, tuning into your breath. Or maybe for you, you'll be getting outside. You'll be taking time away from everyone else to just rest, restore and recharge. Even if it's just 10 minutes or half an hour or an hour, just try to get some time in for you. And remember the time you're going to spend with family or friends or chosen family, focus on quality time over quantity. You'll show up better if you are looking after yourself as well. If you begin to have a little bit of a tough time over Christmas and you need to give your mindset a boost and you need to tune into your self-belief and reassure yourself that you are enough and that you are good just as you are, then I'd encourage you to journal and specifically write affirmations down. Now, again, this is something I always talk about, something that I do and have done for many, many years. It's about writing down a statement about yourself that is positive, that you want to affirm to yourself. So a few examples might be, you know, I am loved. I am in control. I deserve to have a joyful time or it's okay. I'm having a different time to others. This time can be whatever I want it to be. Well, I am calm, I am capable, I am allowed to rest. These affirmations can help us to just feel good about ourselves and boost our self-esteem. And if you're thinking that you don't have time to 
you know, sit and write and journal and you think it might not have that positive impact, then I really encourage you to just try it out. It's quick, it's easy, it's free, and it's proven to alter your brain's response to people, to stresses in your life, and that self-talk that's going on. Your stress goes down, your happiness goes up, and that, again, is where we want you to be. So try and write down some really lovely positive affirmations for yourself to get you through this festive period and read them out. You know, me just saying those aloud as examples has made me feel good. It's affirming to me what I want to believe and what I do believe about myself. So I've touched upon taking time out for you and making time for your, you know, self-care, your routines, your rituals that make you feel good. And a big part of that for me, which I encourage everyone to engage with, is exercise and specifically exercise outside. It's more enjoyable, according to research, to do exercise outside. And I know at the moment, this time of year, it's cold, it's dark, but it will make you feel better afterwards. I always focus on that. I always say to myself, I'm going to feel so much better after doing this. And I focus on that feeling that I know I have got before and that I will get again. Now, exercise doesn't need to be really intense. It needs to be something you enjoy. So whether that's a walk or a run or a cycle or yoga, whatever that looks like to you, then try and build it into your routine during this time. It not only allows you to maybe have time away from other people, it will make you feel better because endorphins are released in your body. That makes you feel good. It reduces your anxiety and you will just feel healthier and happier by doing some exercise. So try and build that into your routine during this period of time. And again, try and not let people get to you if they say, oh, you know, it's Christmas. Why don't you just relax for once? Why don't you just calm down with this and that and your healthy eating and da, 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 da. You get to do what you want to do. I'm just going to say that again. You get to do what you want to do. If you want to build in some exercise over this period of time, then you go for it. You tune into what is going to make you feel good. So we've talked about you making time for yourself, you trying to navigate other people and the dynamic that you might find yourself in. Let's talk about some positive stuff as well. I want you to try to practice gratitude when you are with people. It's something I encourage my clients to do. It's something that I do. But can you bring it into that family dynamic? And when I say family, this could be a chosen family as well. It could be friends you are with during this festive period. But can you practice gratitude together? Can you at the table, perhaps during this time, strike up a conversation and ask, you know, uh, someone in your family, what what are you grateful for? What have you appreciated this year? What are the small things that you are so thankful that you had? And go around the table and give it a go. You know, sometimes this feels awkward for people, but try it and you'll be surprised. It'll make you feel so much better. And hopefully it will bring that harmony to that family environment that you might be craving. Give it a go and try and do it yourself as well. Think about, well, what is good right now? What is happening that I am thankful for? However minuscule that is, focus on that and try to encourage others to practice that gratitude as well. 
as well as practicing gratitude and trying to bring a positive conversation to the group that you are with, try and think about what is going to bring you joy, what is going to create a fun environment for people and be proactive in that. Again, don't just let the giver of the family or the dyna- or that dynamic to provide everything for you over Christmas or all the entertainment. You know, try and think, what could you do to bring joy to the people that you are with? It doesn't have to be uh, an expense to you. It can be something that you just try to create for people. And that is up to you to decide what that looks like. But what is that joyful thing you could bring to people? How could you direct people to fun or joy across this time? Even if that's playing games, you know, turning off the TV, connecting offline with each other in a room and just being together with whoever that is. And as I talk about like connectiveness, I can't help but think of a tip that I shared last year on my Instagram. And that was to smile at anyone and everyone. I often will go on morning walks and I'll I'll sort of nod my head to people I go past or say morning and it brings me joy. And sometimes I don't get replies and that's okay. But when I do, I just feel so great for having connected with another human being. So try and spread a little bit of joy this year. However cheesy that may sound, it's so impactful. It helps you to feel good and it helps other people to feel good, even if they don't return the favour. That action of smiling and saying hello when you're on those walks across this festive season and Christmas could really be the highlight of somebody's day. So I encourage everyone to smile at anyone and everyone. So in this episode, I've talked about quite a few things on a broad scale because everybody has different experiences, different dynamics and ways of reacting and responding to things. But I hope that you can take something from what I've shared and it will get you thinking about what this festive season is going to look like to you, what it's going to feel like to you. And maybe you can make some shifts to your attitude towards this time. Maybe you'll make some actual changes for the better for you to feel good. And I just want to say as well, whatever you're doing during this period of time, try to enjoy it and find the little moments that will bring you joy. Try to connect with people that make you happy, even if that's online, if they're not currently going to be close to you. And as I mentioned as well, just try to disconnect a little bit from what you're seeing online and create your own image of this time of year. Festive Christmas can be what you want it to look like. I'll hopefully be on a beach and that is my new image of Christmas I'm very fortunate to be able to do that, I know. But tune into what your image of Christmas is and make sure you feel good about it. So before I go, I want to give you one more offering, one more idea to take with you during this festive period. I want you to try and give yourself the gift of compassion this year. I want you to give it to yourself, give it to others and all living things. You really deserve it with everything that's going on right now. This pandemic is still going on. It can be stressful and draining. So give yourself a little bit of a break. It's subconsciously draining. So I want you to encourage yourself to be kind to you, to show compassion to you for who you are, 
what you've been through and where you are right now. You are enough. So try to let go of any negative self-talk or pressure you're putting on yourself because you've faced so many challenges this year and the previous year. You've adapted so much and just remember that as I'm speaking to you now. It's no wonder that we're all frazzled and a little bit tired. So let yourself rest. Make time for those little things that bring you comfort and joy, as I mentioned. And just show compassion to others. Remove judgment where you can and be kind as well. I also wanted to remind you not to put that pressure on yourself for January 2022. Saying things like, oh, I'll start that diet in January or I'll give up alcohol in January or I'll do this in January. That's so much pressure for one month, especially after a time where you may have rested and you might feel tired simultaneously to having a rest. So just take that pressure off January a little bit. It's fine to have goals, brilliant to have goals but just tune in to whether you're putting a bit too much pressure on yourself or not. A new year is a great opportunity to make changes, but just take one step at a time. You don't need to achieve all those goals in that one month. Personal development takes time and it's something that we can choose to work on for all of our lives. So don't think you've got to do it all in January 2022. And if you are interested in making some changes next year and you're interested to work with me as a coach in that one-to-one setting, then let's get a consultation in the diary now, you know, in December. Then at least you know if you want to make some changes that it's in the diary and you're ready to roll next year. You can relieve that pressure from your mind and we could begin working together in February instead of really cramming in the pressure for you in January. So if you're interested to book a consultation, then email me at matterofmindcoaching at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram as well at matterofmindcoaching and say hello there into the DMs. And I'm going to leave it there. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, especially extended episode for you of Matter of Mindset to help you better navigate this festive season, to better navigate whatever Christmas will look like for you. As ever, if you could rate, review, follow and subscribe, that would be amazing. And share this with your friends as well. It's always wonderful to hear from new people that are listening and to know I am helping you have a happier and healthier mind and life. So until next year, take care and be kind to your mind. Thank you.